Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew, here with the producer, Brendan. Uh, And I'm just going to go over a couple of injury updates as well as NFL news uh, and give you some advice on these injuries. So starting off, uh, I should let you guys know there is a false positive test from the New York Jets. It was a scare earlier on Friday that there was a positive test. They sent everyone home. Turns out, uh, after retesting, it is a false test, uh, a false positive, I should say. So the Cardinals-Jets game is still good to go Sunday at noon Central Time. Uh, and then I should mention, there's a couple NFL games that got, got postponed due to COVID. Um, so we still we got Broncos Patriots uh, Monday night. I should say it's Monday at four, not Monday night. Monday at four Central Time, uh, as well as the Chargers and Saints that were already scheduled to play that Monday night. That's still good to go. So two games Monday, and then the Bills and Titans game will be held Tuesday at six p.m. Central Time. So keep that in mind when dealing with injuries. Uh, let's jump right into it. First off, some big news. Corey Davis was placed on the COVID list. That is a uh, a punch to the gut for fantasy owners as Corey Davis is finally producing some fantasy value. Unfortunately, he will not be playing this week. Uh, even though it is postponed to Tuesday, he will not be playing this week against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so it will mainly be... A.J. Brown, which I'll talk about later, and really no one else in this receiving game. Jonu Smith, I expect to have a pretty solid game. Next up, Denver Broncos wide receiver K.J. Hamler has been ruled out against the Patriots with a hamstring injury. I know that K.J. Hamler is not that relevant, but I put him in here just because Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick should be leading the Broncos targets this week. So if you do need a a desperate flex. Tim Patrick could be a good option. I know he's still on the majority waivers, at least on ESPN League. So Tim Patrick could be a decent pickup if you got players like Corey Davis, who is out for this week. Uh, and those are the only two, I would say, big name players that are confirmed out. Uh, the further along I get in this podcast, I should note the better the chance of these players playing. So we'll start out with some questionables. Julio Jones is questionable for week five against the Panthers. Uh, Julio Jones did not participate the entire week in practice. He is not expected to play this week. Uh, His status is a game-time decision, but I do not recommend starting him this week. He's been very lackluster this entire season. Dealing with an injury, he can re-injure it like we saw last week against Green Bay. It should be Calvin Ridley, uh, and it should be Russell Gage that will get most of the targets with a little bit of Zacchaeus, I think his name is, Alamid Zacchaeus. Um, I wouldn't risk it on Zacchaeus. It should be Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage most of the time. Maybe a little Hayden Hurst in there as well, tight end. Uh, Speaking of tight ends, we got Noah Fant. He's actually just been ruled out. Uh, or sorry, excuse me, he said he, that he hasn't been ruled out, my bad, for week five against the Patriots, but he is not expected to play. Uh, it, it's going to be a long shot. He has not practiced. 
he in my head he's basically already ruled out uh if he does play he's going to be on very limited snaps i don't expect him to take many hits uh and there's always that worry of getting re-injured i know he's been really the focal point of this team uh the someone to rely on with this terrible offense but it does not look good for him this week i expect a week six return for noah fant next up is zach moss he practiced practice on a very limited basis this week uh he was declared inactive last week uh despite getting in some limited practices so i could expect zach moss to sit out this game as well devin singletary should get almost all of the touches here so devin singletary if you do have him on your team he should be a locked and loaded starter this week even if zach moss does play but don't start zach moss I'm not expecting him to play, but even if he does, he's not going to put up much fantasy points. Next up, another game time decision is Mike Williams. He's limited with a hamstring injury, um, obviously for the Los Angeles Chargers. If he plays, he's a very good option for Justin Herbert. But before I trust Mike Williams in my starting lineup, I would like to see a game I would like to see a week to see this connection between Herbert and Mike Williams because Keenan Allen is really taking up most of the targets. Keenan Allen actually has, um, I think, a 36% target share, which is the most in the NFL. So Mike Williams is that player where all he needs is one play. Huge boom for him. Very high ceiling. But dealing with this injury and not knowing his connection to Justin Herbert that well I'm going to pass on this one. I think that there's other options that you could put in flex over Mike Williams. Give him one more week. Give him two more weeks to see how he's involved in this offense. Next up, we have Raheem Mostert from the San Francisco 49ers. This is a big player here. He is questionable. Kyle Shanahan said he will be a game-time decision. It's going to boil down to how Raheem Mostert's feeling Sunday morning, which is very unfortunate for fantasy owners because there's a lot of question marks. Now, even if Raheem Mostert does play, I do feel like Jarek McKinnon will still have a lot of value, at least this week. It should be a uh, a committee in this run game this week uh, with Mostert dealing with an injury. So if Mostert is healthy, if you wake up Sunday morning, you realize that, that he's all good to go, start him, but I would also start Jarek McKinnon as well. So, and obviously, especially if Mostert doesn't play, McKinnon is even higher in value, but both of those should be valuable this week uh, against the Dolphins, which is a not, not so great defense. Next up, tight end Jordan Akins from the Houston Texans. This is kind of a sneaky pick. He's really been under the radar when it comes to tight ends. There's a lot of tight ends this year that are kind of, uh, that that we didn't expect to be that great, like uh, Tonian from Green Bay. So if you do have like Tonian, or you got a tight end that's injured or on a bye week like TJ Hawkinson. Jordan Akins, even though he was questionable throughout the week, he did have a full practice uh, last Thursday. So he should be good to go this week. I think he's a great stream option this week. They're playing Jacksonville. I like this matchup a lot. So if you're questioning what tight end to start, if you don't know what to do, um, if you're struggling, Jordan Akins should be a pretty solid option. He's had... Over 150 yards and a touchdown this entire season, being targeted 15 times. Um, I like that a lot against a 
not so great defense. So he should play, and I say he's locked and loaded for me. Next up, Michael Thomas dealing with an ankle injury. He was limited in practice Friday, uh, and he's been limited in back-to-back practices this entire week. So he's got that questionable tag on the injury report uh, ahead of week five. So luckily, they are playing a Monday night game against the Los Angeles Chargers, which is a very good matchup. I would say he's worth uh, keeping in your starting lineup in case if he does play. Because if he does play, we all know how Michael Thomas is. He was the number one receiver last year. If he does play, he should be all systems go. I'm willing to take the risk of keeping Thomas in my lineup. I will try to play it safe, however. Do my best to play it safe. Uh, And you should do your best by picking up Emmanuel Sanders, by picking up Traquan Smith. Um, or even anyone that plays either in the Charger Saints game or a Bills Titans game, like Cole Beasley, as a backup option, uh, just in case Michael Thomas doesn't play. So really make sure to prepare for that. But if Michael Thomas does play, it's it should be a very good game as he uh hopes to jump back in form. Next up, another wide receiver, John Brown from the Red Hot Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's got a calf injury. He was limited in Friday's practice. That's two limited sessions in a row. Uh, he is fully expected to be recovered by Tuesday night, however. So they, the game got postponed to Tuesday night. That gives him an extra two days to recover. I say he should be fine, uh, in my humble opinion. Everyone else's opinion as well. He should be good by Tuesday night against Tennessee. I think that that's all systems go again. John Brown has been... Actually, very, very good this season, even in the shadow of Stephon Diggs. We're going to go with another questionable wide receiver here. Debo Samuel, not because of an injury, but because of an illness. Not COVID-related. I should mention that a non-COVID illness from Debo Samuel. Coach Kyle Shanahan said that Curtis Samuel, or sorry, Debo Samuel, excuse me, is feeling great. And he currently has no symptoms from the illness that kept him out of uh, this week's practice. So th- this is a questionable one. It He is expected to play. I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to play unless he wakes up Sunday morning and has symptoms uh, or is just not feeling up to it. I expect Debo Samuel to play. The question is, however, how involved is he going to be? Because he is, in my head, his role is being replaced by Brandon Ayuk, the kind of jet sweep runner, the wide receiver that can run the ball as well. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see how Debo Samuel is going to play on this team. I do expect Debo Samuel to still be heavily involved in this offense. I just don't know what that role is. So it's a little bit of a riskier start with Debo Samuel just because you don't know know his involvement. Uh, But I would say... I would say a little lower end flex for me with a... uh, with a high flex potential, maybe a maybe a wide receiver three potential, possibly with Jimmy Garoppolo potentially coming back. Uh, I still like Brandon Ayuk better. If you want to know kind of the tiers, I like Brandon Ayuk over Debo Samuel until proven otherwise. Next up, we'll talk about another quick wide receiver, Henry Ruggs from the Las Vegas Raiders, is questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, he was a full participant in Thursday's and Friday's practice, so that is a very good sign. That means he is 
basically back to full health. He is expected to play week five against the Chiefs. It's a very tough defense. It's a very questionable passing game, but Henry Ruggs should play, and I would put him in that flex position this week. He should be all good to go. Next up, tight end Mark Andrews from the Baltimore Ravens. He's a thigh injury. He's questionable for week five this week against the Bengals. We've seen this before. The entire last season, I swear every week last uh, last year, Mark Andrews was listed as questionable. Every single injury report, and there was only one case where Mark Andrews did not play. To me, it sounds like he's going to play. The Ravens listed a whopping 12 players on their injury report that listed him as questionable for Sunday. I, I predict that 11 out of those 12 players are going to play, if not 12 out of 12. So I wouldn't be worried if I was a Mark Andrews owner. Uh, if you really want to play the safe, safe card, if you're really worried, you can pick up maybe like a Jordan Akins, for example, or another backup tight end. If you're really worried, I wouldn't be if I were you. I think Mark Andrews will be fully good to go this Sunday. We'll stick with Baltimore, however. We're going to go with Marquise Brown with a knee injury. He's also listen, listed as questionable for this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. He did practice in full on Friday, which makes me believe that he should be all good to go. Uh, he hasn't really performed that well this season, but I predict that this could be his breakout game this year. So he is a very high-end flex, uh, if not a wide receiver three, with, dare I say, wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver one upside. So Marquise Brown should be a good start this week. Uh, Jared Cook will go over to New Orleans again. Jared Cook is limited in practice with a groin injury. That's too, uh, it's, it's an issue with Jared Cook. He's getting injured a lot, but he did practice, uh, the last two days. So he is going to get that questionable tag, but I also do expect him to return, uh, with Michael Thomas Monday night. He's got that extra day to recover than most players. So I think that he is a fringe tight end one. Tight end two borderline uh, player, very touchdown dependent, but he should be all good to go as well. So you can start him. Next player, AJ Brown is expected to play this Tuesday. Uh, he was limited in practice Friday, but again, those two days to recover really comes in handy. I would be a little worried if they played Sunday with A.J. Brown's injury, but by Tuesday, he should be good to go to get a couple extra practices in. Uh, he does have a really tough matchup, though. Um, even though Tredavious White will be out, it it still is a very solid defense. Um, but then you can counter that with Corey Davis being out. There, there should be more targets, more opportunity for A.J. Brown uh, to catch the ball. So I would say... Brown, you definitely need to start. I don't know yet where I would rank him. Uh, I would say a safe wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside, but wide receiver three downside. Uh, so that's the questionable players. I'm going to move on to some bigger news here. Le'Veon Bell is expected to be activated off the IR this Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. He was injured mid-September, uh, and according to Adam Gase, I don't know how much you trust Adam Gase, but this is what he said. Here's the quote. I think he feels better even than he did. What? He's confusing me. I think he feels better even than he did for that first game. That is an interesting quote. 
Uh, I think he feels like his body is in a good place. So according to Adam Gaze, he should be good to go. If you do have Le'Veon Bell, now's the time. You can take him off your IR. He's going up against Cardinals defense. That's exploitable. Uh, I would put him as a RB3, maybe a flex with RB2 upside, just because you don't know how well he's going to perform after coming off the IR. But they are desperate in need of a superstar. So um, with Sam Darnold out, everything should be focused around Le'Veon Bell. It's his time to shine. He needs to carry this team, and he'll get the opportunity this week. Next up, Joe Mixon, another big name from the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, got put on the injury list, the injury report, on Thursday with a shin injury. He spent a few hours in the hospital um, the day before uh, his game last week. Um, so I'm not too worried here with this injury. It should, he, he's fully expected to play. Um, this is definitely something that you obviously want to keep an eye on as he's such a top tier player. Um, potentially you got to keep an eye on Sunday. It, th- there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to play, but who knows? He could get re-injured in practice. So keep an eye on that. Mixon should be all systems go for now. You don't want to take him off your starting lineup. Uh, and he, an even bigger name, we're going to go to Lamar Jackson, possibly one of the biggest names in the NFL right now. He had a knee injury and a non-COVID illness, and he's questionable this week against Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he he participated fully this Friday, and apparently he's fully expected to play. Lamar Jackson told the media he's 100% healthy, ready to go this Sunday. So I would say I'm very confident in Lamar Jackson. He's going to play this week. Going up against a good matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Don't need to worry there. I know Jackson owners were scared earlier this week. He should be all good to go. Speaking of good to go, Cam Akers from the Los Angeles Rams will play this week against the Washington professional football franchise. Uh, It's going to be a mess here in the run game. From a fantasy perspective, I should say. From a football perspective, it's going to be great. They're going to rotate between Akers, Brown, and Henderson. From a fantasy perspective, I don't want to start any of them. They play hot hand every single week. Uh, There is potential for Cam Akers to just come out the gate swinging and put up his best week yet, but I don't want to take that risk, especially with talent that they have like Henderson and Malcolm Brown. I'm not about that. I would... Keep them benched. Keep all of those players benched if you can, if you're able to. If you need to start one, pick Henderson. But uh, if if you can afford to not start any of them, I recommend that. It's a massive run game. We want to see what it's like when all the running backs are back and healthy, how the involvement is going to be. So give it one or two more weeks. And finally, head over to Pittsburgh after, uh, I guess, a bye week. Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith, both dealing with injuries earlier this week. They practice fully Thursday and Friday. They should be all good to go this week against the Philadelphia Eagles, excuse me. And that's a locked and loaded, both of them locked and loaded starter. So that is it. That is all the injury reports I got for you as long as, uh, along with some advice. Hopefully you have a very good week five. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see how these games go. So thank you guys all for listening. And uh, check back next time. Tune in for some great stuff, great fantasy analysis. And we'll see you later.